Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are Super Mega Productions, Uh and this is our Super Mega Podcast, also known as the Super Mega Cast. Technically, we do have Super Mega Productions Incorporated. Yeah. Not not a joke, but uh, welcome to the podcast. We smash small businesses for fun. We do. And this is episode 37? Yeah, 37. Yeah, 37. Wow, that's, holy shit, that's a lot of episodes. I mean, it's not that much it's in the long It's not 50 run. episodes, but it's, it's not 50. It's 37. 37 is a, that's too many to count on one hand, so. Wait, yeah, it is, I just can't tried. Count that, I just tried. Yeah, Let I me try two hands. Nope, can't do it. Can't do it? Not even four hands. Both of our hands put together? All of our hands and feet put together? Almost. You, you can do it. You can do 37. It would be 40, yeah, it would be 40. So in, you know, like five episodes, four or five episodes from now, we'll be able to be like, hey, now there's an episode for every single digit in but, this room. But we're not going to do that stupid shit because it's really fucking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we got a we got a fun episode for you guys today or tonight. I don't know when you're listening to this. We have some stories to tell from recent uh, times in our life. Because ding ding. It may be Ming. Yeah, that's that's all I'll say. So later on you in the podcast, you didn't say it. I, d- I said it. Don't take credit for my shit. I'm sorry. Uh, later in the podcast, we are going to uh, give you some updates on on that. And then also, uh, you know, just a lot of fun, fun, fun things here and there. Ryan and I have not seen each other in like two weeks. More than that. Like three half a weeks. Month. Three weeks. More than three weeks. Yeah. What? More than three weeks? Mm-hmm. No. You were gone for a week and I was gone for uh, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess two weeks. and a half weeks. Three weeks. Yeah. Just round it. A, a sizable time for because we usually see each other every day. Every morning. We're up each other's ass. Every, every, every night we, we see each other. We 
we uh, drive to work together in the mornings. We say good morning, and then at nighttime we go good night. Yeah. Then we, then, we, then we go night night. Wow. Oh my god, you guys are so cute. No, it's because we're fucking roommates and friends, and we have a YouTube channel together and coworkers. It's because it's strictly because we have a YouTube channel together. We wish each other good night. Yeah, but anyways, you were gonna. I think uh, before we started this podcast, you said you were gonna bring up vacations. It's all I've ever wanted. And vacations more. got a getaway. Vacations, all I ever wanted. Vacations, something to get away. Yeah, we vacations, both, uh, all I ever needed and more. Bubba, bubba. Do, 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 do. Yeah, we both went on vacation to different locations. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Did, did you did you plan that one? Yes. Did you really? No. Oh. Wait, what are you talking about? It rhymed. Oh, no, I thought you meant that I planned that we went on vacations to different locations. Did you plan my vacation for me, Matt? Yeah, we I didn't check. (laughs) I made your itinerary. I bought you the ticket. I dressed you up the morning you had to go to the airport, and I told you how to fly a plane. I mean, how to ride on a plane, not fly a plane. You just told me to go to the airport, and I ended up in Mexico. That was weird. And I went to the airport, and I ended up in Japan. What a weird difference. Yeah, I finally did it. I went to Japan, the place that I've always wanted to go, and I've always thought it's super cool. And Ryan, where did you go? I went to Mexico. Went to good old Mexico. I just went to Mexico. <laughs> That's where I went. It's pretty exciting. Went to Cabo. It was nice. I got to relax a little. It was fun. Okay. Christian's cool. Yeah, Christian is a he's a stand-up guy, and uh, I like to make fun of him a lot. Uh, if his parents are listening to this, they'll hate me even more. But I went to go visit my good friend Christian because he's going to study abroad. Um, if you know what I'm saying, he's going to go study abroad in Japan. Um, Women. So he he's there, so... He's never been to Japan, and I was like, I want to go. And he said, hey. He went, dude, I... I <laughs> he went, I'm not going to do the voice. I Whoa, do dude. Hey, it's, Matt. It's Christian. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to listen to this. And my it, friend. He's going to kill me. Anyway, uh, Christian was like, let's go to Japan, and then before I start classes, we can just go, you know, explore Japan and have fun. So that's what we did. And he, I went. He and, sent you a letter. You received it, and it was Pocky lined up in a row, and it said on each one they had a single word, and it all read out, "Will you come to Japan? Will you come to Japan me with?" <laughs> you messed it up. <laughs> yeah. Imagine having like a wedding proposal that's all cute and stuff, and, and you fuck it up astronomically. Like, "Will marry you me? <laughs> Will marry you me?" Dude? Like the Skywriter writes it backwards or something, so it's completely mirrored. The Skywriter just writing it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Or he's like slightly too far away and there's a hill in the way and it's all hazy. And it's like, well, what does that say? <laughs> Nothing. Never mind. Could you imagine if a guy jumped out of a plane to hold up a thing to propose to his fian- or his girlfriend at the time? She's looking through binoculars because like, yo, he told his friend, hey, look through these binoculars and you'll see me holding a sign falling from a plane that says, will you marry me? She's like, and he's like, OK, I'll, I'll definitely tell I'll her. I'll get her to look through the binoculars <laughs> at the sky. <laughs> yeah. And she'll and you'll see it. But then he, like, falls and his parachute doesn't open, and he splatters to the ground and his blood splatters, will you marry me? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great it, idea, There's Ryan. a little frowny face that's, that's sprayed in as well. How the hell would he set it up so his blood splatters, will you marry me? It was an me? accident. That's just by chance. That's just, oh, like, sheer okay. luck. It's like, oh. it's like that guy that got struck by lightning, like, so many fucking, like, over ten times. There's gotta be something up with him. Like, something with his body is different that attracts fucking lightning to strike him ten times in his life. His name's Rod. <laughs> Did you like that one too? Yay! <laughs> you, I'm, I'm throwing them out here, dude. That one's good. That's I'm throwing them good. out there big time. But, but uh, back back to vacation, Ryan. Let's start off with you. Why don't you Why don't you tell me a little bit about Mexico? It was nice. It's relaxing. It's uh my favorite thing was uh getting intoxicated, then going out to 
local taco stands and getting uh, intoxicated. <laughs> Whoa, that's funny stuff. It is. Believe it or not, my favorite taco was not the like chicken taco or okay. the steak taco. Okay, it was the sausage taco. The sausage taco. There's this taco stand. It's called chorizo, right? Yeah, that it's, stuff. It's chorizo? really fucking good. So good. There's something about it, and like all some of the taco stands have their own little sauces out there. Ooh, ah, dude, mm. I, dude, I am such a sucker for like special sauces that you can only get in one place because usually they're so good. And chorizo is, I like chorizo because that's what people make breakfast bowls with, with the the eggs and the yeah. peppers and you know that stuff. That is delicious. So good. Chorizo. I had an alcoholic beverage. Um, chorizo. There was something I can't remember the name of it, but tell me if this makes sense. It's made with lemonade and Corona, and they say it tastes like mother's milk. That's 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 Mike's semi-hard lemonade. <laughs> that's Mike's firm lemonade. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, right? <laughs> I just like the feel of being there. It was nice. Um, I got to ride an ATV in the Mexican desert and then on the beach, which was Whoa. really fun. That sounds awesome. Yeah. Um, I got uh, bullied into giving a Mexican woman $20. What? This guy on the street, he was like, hey, hey, man. I was like, hello. Hombre. I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyways, I was like. Hola, hombre. <laughs> I was like, hola, hombre, my dude. Buenos dias, senor. <laughs> he was like, como se dice? I was like, what up, coconut bro? And then. <laughs> what <laughs> anyways so there's this guy on the street and they have a lot of people trying to i guess advertise for bars and stuff in the air so he's like hey uh we got a deal at our bar right now it's gonna be five dollars for two beers and a shot and i was like okay i'll do that because i was walking around town i was people watching i was having a good time and uh so we we enter this building and he sits me down in this chair that smells like wet dog and kitty litter. Oh, God. It was disgusting. Those are two terrible smells. I know. and it was. You have a dog and I have a cat, so I know what both those things smell like. It was disgusting. They smell fucking putrid. I looked around, and then, like, near the end of the room, I saw, like, a pole. And I'm like, oh, shit. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. And so, just before I was about to get up, the guy comes back. With a gun, and he goes, pole dance, bitch. <laughs> no, he comes back, and he has this girl, like this stripper, I guess. And he's like, hey, he said that he liked you. And I was, oh, like, and I was like, I was like, no, no, I did, I did not say that. But of course I can't oh. say that because then I, I'd seem rude. I don't know. My mind works weird. I'm like, uh, 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 I said, I said, no, thank you. <laughs> like, like he was like, he was, no, thank you. I was like, no, thank you. No, and so like, I was like, I'm just leaving. I want to, I want to uh, just uh, leave. And he's like, but you didn't even drink. Wait a second. Do you not like the girl? Oh. And I was like, I was like, what, what? And he like, he kind of got in my way as I was trying to leave. He's like, that's very rude. I think you hurt her feelings, Ooh, dude. I hate this shit. I hate it. <laughs> and I was like, ah, I, uh, I'm sorry. I guess. And I'm getting nervous just thinking about it. It was just, I was just felt back. Nervous to, you know how I am. I have like just, I get very anxious easily in social situations. Yeah, yeah. And but, I mean, I, I, I don't even get that nervous in social situations. But shit like that. Oh, it makes I know. Me fucking like no. And so he's like, so he's like. Why don't why don't you give her twenty dollars so she can have a drink and then you can go on your way? Oh, I was fuck. like, uh, and I just gave him twenty dollars and went away. Who am I gonna do? Am I gonna go to the Mexican police that are carrying fucking scars and shotguns and shit and be like, this guy made me give twenty bucks to a stripper? Uh, was it, help wait, me, did, did help you, me, help me! It's like twenty American dollars. Yeah, really? Yes. Wait, do they accept American money in Mexico? Yeah, a lot of yeah. 
Yeah, oh, when I was in Jamaica, like, you could use both. You could use American or Jamaican money. But it was, it was, that, that's once, that, it freaked me the fuck out. Dude, I, I hate situations like that. And you know, he's like, it's to buy her a drink. She never saw that money. Because she's part of the plan. Yeah. How old was she? I don't know. I didn't ask. No, like, how old did like, she look? How old did she look? Did she look? Was she, like, middle-aged or, like, she was like, like 20 or? She was, like, probably 30s, early 30s. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn, man. I mean, you could have easily landed with that. I could have. Kind I, of a shame you didn't, but. If she was a mother, I would have had a better chance. <laughs> I could have. I, I will raise your child in America. You should have said, like, listen, I'll take that baby over here and I'll but let Trump that, be the bef- president Before of it. that wall is built, I'll get your, I'll get your baby across the border. Should make a documentary about me, Ryan and the Mexican baby. <laughs> Ryan and the Mexican baby. I'd see it. If that, that came to theaters, I'd see it. Man. Wait, did you do you have any did you bring any pesos? Do I have back? any Mexican children? No, did on you me? bring no, any I pesos don't. back? <laughs> no, I spent them all. But pesos are so fucking cool. They're so colorful and beautiful. Oh, I love really? them. Yeah. Ah, Green, dude. pink, orange, blue. Okay, same with the end. So, like, I, I I'm just gonna say it. American money is the most fucking boring money on the planet. We've discussed this before. It sucks. Have we? Have think, we talked about this on the podcast? So. You and I have either discussed it on the channel or discussed it privately, but we have talked about this before. I am going I. to, yeah, well, I will say for a second time, if I've said this before, American money is so boring. It looks so old. And it's just a bunch of old farts on it. And they're just like, like all these like intricate They all have designs. bad haircuts. Yeah, they they're do. Not, it's not even their hair. Get is a it? fade, man. Is, did Ben... Is, I, <laughs> Franklin doesn't even really have hair. Was that that had to be his hair? He didn't wear a wig that made him look bald. Is he wearing a wig on the on the hundred dollar bill? Or is it... no? He'd be it'd be covering his big old bald spot. No, you know those like wigs they wore, the white ones, the powdered ones. I think those. I think they only wore those during ceremonies and shit. Like how judges wear. That's so stupid. How judges wear those wigs still? No, no. Some of them do. Some of them do. Yeah. So like, think about goofy. No, they, they have to feel don't. sticking that. Up. Yeah, they There's do. There's no fucking way judges still judges wear that. Still goofy wear that shit. shit. You're saying not all like, judges, but not most judges don't wear that. I think shit. like the high. Are you talking like, about like SNL cast members dressed as judges? Yes. No. I would no. 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 That. Like the Supreme Court, I think wears those. Put up. Pull up a picture. My phone's in the other room charging. My phone's in the other room too. Fuck. Now there's just gonna be a bunch of comments to a question we already looked. And they're up. gonna be like, uh, Matt's completely wrong, which maybe stop, I am. Matt, I don't know. Matt, stop hating on him. I'm okay. sorry. I love you guys. I love you. But sorry, we went off on that tangent. What even got me on that tangent? Money. Oh, the people on the money. How, how amazing pesos and yen are. I think that the coolest money I've ever seen is the Canadian dollars. They smell like... Uh, they smell like maple syrup. Yeah. That's so cool. And they're all colorful and plasticky and have clear spots. But uh, yen, yen's pretty cool. It's really easy to spend uh, a lot of money and not realize it because... Peso the, has clear spots. Cl- pesos have clear spots? It's mm-hmm. so cool. It's super hard on to some of the money. I don't know if all... Like... With yen, the first paper money is equivalent to like $10. So $5 and $1, they're coins. And being an American, change feels so kind of not not worthless, but you only use change for like small things. But yeah. in Japan, it's like, oh, I have a handful of coins. It doesn't feel like that's a lot of money, but it actually is because you can have nine, eight, nine dollars in, in change in your hand. It's just a couple coins. So you feel like you can buy all this stuff and then realize like, oh, wait, that was actually nine bucks. And I thought that was just a handful of change. So, yeah, but it's pretty easy to convert yen. All you got to do is pretty much move the decimal place to two over. So something a thousand yen is going to be like 982. It's going to be pretty, pretty similar. With pesos, I just did like 20 pesos to a dollar. Oh, okay. 20 pesos to a dollar. But it's more like 18 or something like that dollars, but I just rounded it to 20. Yeah, it's like, it's like 90 
something yen to a dollar. Mm -hmm. So it's super, super easy to calculate stuff. It just takes like a day to kind of get used to. Yeah, same. You know, I couldn't get used because in Japan they drive on the left, which means they also walk on the left. So they walk on the opposite side of the sidewalk, which I could not get used to. I kept, like, I'd walk out of a store and be like, shit, which, oh, fuck. And I'd have to get on the left. And then sometimes people just, obviously, like every society, break the rules and walk on the wrong side. So I'd walk on the wrong side too. And then it's just very confusing. Did you... Did uh did all of them look surprised when they saw a white boy, a tall white boy? They're like, what? yeah, what is that? There were uh Whoa. the only did people. Get, did they start poking you with sticks and shit? Yeah, they started poking <laughs> with sticks. Going, they... <gasps> Whoa. they started like stretching your cheeks and like touching like, my hands, like opening my your mouth and inspecting your teeth. <laughs> no, wow. that, that did happen to a degree, and it was only with little old ladies. <laughs> not not the not the teeth inspecting and the stick poking. The, the you had an old lady just crawl up your back like a monkey and just woo. I did see monkeys, and I'll talk about that in a minute. Did um, you just did you just connect old Asian ladies to monkeys? No, because you said you said they crawl up like monkeys, and I said I they did do crawl see, like monkeys. They don't crawl like monkeys. <laughs> what if I showed you a video of just every like every Asian woman in the shot that was just like. Crawling like crawling monkeys like, down like, the street, like like Tarzan, like swinging from chandeliers and shit. They don't, <laughs> do they have chandeliers in Japan? I didn't see any chandeliers, but that's not that's not a strictly American. We like don't just, have chandeliers in Japan. There's one thing they don't have: the <laughs> Japanese don't have chandeliers. <laughs> they just don't get them. They just don't understand them. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yeah, but old ladies would always look at me and be like, Oh, Takai! Which means tall. So that happened all the time. And then a guy that worked at Seven Eleven was like, oh, oh, the guy. And I was like, huh, yeah. Going back to what the Japanese don't have, there's two things. They don't have trash cans. Diversity. That's, yes. But they don't have trash cans out in public. We, they don't use uh, trash cans, like, ever. What? Yeah. Wow. Like, you can't find trash cans anywhere. Where it's do you so throw hard. away your trash? You don't. You keep it with you and throw it away when you get home. Therefore, there is no trash on the ground anywhere in the city. The subways, city... You can't find trash on the ground. It's like not there. If you no took trash. away trash cans, Americans would just start throwing their trash on the ground. Exactly. But because it's like, because the whole Japanese society is based on like respect for each other and respect for, you know, society and nature. They don't like they just that's not a thing you do. Uh, I'd like to have the freedom to disrespect my 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 environment. Thank dude, you. Dude, the Japanese do not have freedom. When I went there, I was shocked. There's no freedom there. They don't have freedom. They don't No. The other thing. Japanese don't have is they or I mean they have it but it's very rare a good sense of humor yeah <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> a set of good looks let me tell you like in public bathrooms there's nothing to dry your hands with 
There's no paper towels, which I get is like, yeah, cutting the waste down, but most bathrooms wouldn't have hand dryers either. I'd wash my hands and there'd be nothing to dry my hands on. And it, especially because it was really cold when I was there. I went into a bathroom that was half outside. It was kind of like an outdoors bathroom. And I got my hands all wet. And then it was freezing cold outside. And I had nothing to dry them on. So it sucked. But everyone's asshole is pretty clean, as you mentioned. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, because the toilets, they spray your ass with hot water. And it, it, it is heavenly. What's it called? A bidet, I yeah. think? It's The French have it. Yeah. European, just, Europe has it, I think. No, just the French. Oh, just the French? The French have everything. <laughs> Someone's gonna be like, oh, Ryan. Ryan, it's actually, not just the French. No, actually, uh, here's a list of countries that use it. Dude, bidets. I don't know why we don't have that in America. I'm, like, holy because, shit. Because America's free. We have the freedom to have a clean ass or not. You can buy a bidet if you want to. We're the only country that gives you the freedom to have a really dirty, to have a asshole. really dirty ass. Seriously, I realize that. I feel like I feel like countries that don't have bidets. I never thought of it until I. Went to a country with a bidet. I feel like countries that don't have that, everyone's walking around with a shitty asshole. Yeah, they're 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 living large. You know, toilet paper, toilet paper doesn't (laughs) living free. Toilet paper does not does not get all that shit. But when you wipe and then you spray with hot water, that shit's squeaky clean, man. Does it feel good? Feels amazing. Did it ever hit the little peanut up there? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. No, it it didn't. Water massage therapy. It it is it is wonderful though. It's just hot water on your ass. That's another thing about Mexico. The sex trade there is like fucking like it's it is fucking it's <laughs> yes, but it's so blatant. It's in your face. For instance, almost every massage parlor in like Cabo or whatever, there's like women standing out. And there's this one time this old white man was walking by and they were like, do you want a massage? And he's like, no, they gave me a, a better deal at the other place. And they're like, how much they offer you? And he's like, oh, so he haggled for a happy ending nice with some massage enthusiasts good for him dude and then um ah oh, there's something else i forgot wait but it's but it's super just blatant and in your face like vegas how, how, compared to vegas vegas is not legal though yeah but but they still like kind of throw it in your face yeah is it is it kind of the same mexico uh just with real people and they don't have to put it on cards and billboards it's just oh it's just you want sex here's the sex here's some sex do you want the sex Come here and find out I went, if you want sex. I'll, I'll go over and find out. I went to a uh, a Sinto, which is a Japanese, it's like a public bathhouse where people go to um, get clean and then like relax in hot tubs, uh, which it's like, it's like a big steamy room with a bunch of different types of hot tubs. Did you show off your Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, so my buddy Christian and I, we went to one. And we get there and we got our bathing suits and we're in the locker room and it's just a naked Japanese guy walks in and I look, I peek into the room like where all the baths are and I just look and the first thing I see is a penis and I was like oh Christian we have to be naked to go in there this is not a bathing suit thing and I got out my phone turns out those are all fully nude like you don't wear bathing suits in these things it's just a bunch of naked guys so Christian could not stop laughing we got we got naked listen so we get naked and it's like of course it's a little uncomfortable because you know I've known Christian like half my life but we've never been naked around each other, even though we were roommates for a year. We've never been fully nude like that. So all of a sudden, we're standing there fully naked, and there's naked Japanese men walking in, like, dripping wet. And Christian just starts laughing. And I'm like, Christian, oh my God. stop. Oh my God. Stop laughing. And so he, he, like, pulls it together, and then we walk into the room that is right before the sliding doors that go into the bathroom. And he starts laughing again <laughs> while someone's walking by. And I'm like, Christian, <laughs> Stop. Stop. <laughs> Because the bathhouses are also famous for uh, killing ya- people if they laugh. The yakuza, the the, the Japanese mafia. Jesus Christ! And I'm like Christian, 
you do that in here, dude? I, like, <laughs> if you laugh at a Yakuza dick, they're gonna kill you. Yeah. If you so, laugh at a Yakuza member's penis, they will fucking murder you. Dude, they're crazy powerful. It's the biggest organized crime syndicate in the world. Biggest mafia in the world. And they, like, run Japanese politics and businesses and everything. Like, they, they dominate it. They also run the porn industry, which is Japan's biggest export. But, uh... Do they have tattoos? Yeah, they Do all they have got Yakuza those... Yakuza tattoos? Got those crazy... I didn't see anyone with tattoos while I was there. So I didn't see any Yakuza people. You're not... It wouldn't be... I... I well, because it's... Isn't it kind of looked down upon? Super looked down. You're, like, if I'd have to cover my tattoos... Yeah, you... Like, to go to public bathhouse, you'd probably have to wrap it up. Yeah, and I just have to be like, yeah, an injury, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I think... I think they... I think if they see that, they know it's like, oh, well, at least he's trying to cover it up, so... Yeah. I saw a dude actually in... I saw a white guy with a tattoo in the uh, bathhouse. But the bathhouse was me, my buddy Christian, and probably 15 or 20 naked Japanese men over the age of 50. And that was it. And uh, it was wonderful because it, it was the it was just a bunch of big hot tubs. So I love hot tubs. And they had an electric one where the water shocks you while you're in it, which I got in. What? Yeah. The shocks water... you? Yeah, there's like electricity. They have metal bars in the water that... Yeah, the whole time it, you're in it, it's shocking you. And it's it's not like a bad shock, but I got in, and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? This is weird, because you, you're getting shocked. Yeah. Not to the point where it hurts, but you can still feel it. And if you get close to the walls, because there's metal in them to conduct the electricity, your muscles start to like contract and do this and everything. Oh. And uh, it, it kind of hurts if you get close enough. And then after I got out, my hands were tingling. And then there was a hot tub for... It was like brown water. It was medicine water. That's vitamins and everything. Yeah. And they had a cold one and ones with waterfalls. I ended up going three times total because it was so the bathhouse. Yeah, because it's it's so it, it's so nice. Did you feel like the big man on campus? Nope. Ryan, I have a small fucking penis. Yeah, that is true. I did see did one. You see a big honker there? Uh, mm, no. No I big s- honkers. No big honkers. I did see a Japanese man. Uh, whose penis was? You so saw a Japanese man. I did see a Japanese man. His penis was so small uh, I could not see it. Through his bush. Aww. Not that I was, you know, checking out these Japanese men's penis. It was just an observation. I well, made. that would have had to require a double take. You didn't make that observation on the first glance. Yeah, and also, not to mention, uh, he would... Well, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He was 70 years old, 60 or 70, so... You know, he doesn't really need it anymore. I'm sure it wasn't always that small, but there you go. How how old are you when you stop becoming, like, super sexually active? Probably 40. What? I don't know. Well, like you always, have, you're a human. You're always. I thought you always forty have a, is like when you go through your big horny stage for women because they hit menopause. Not at forty. Like and I, fifty, they'll hit menopause or something. And then like men, when they're that age, they're like, "Oh, I gotta fuck all these women before I can." Are they? Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, right, right, men. Well, men are honestly. <laughs> no, I don't know. I remember when I was a I just, kid. I just picture being forty and just being like, um, oh, uh, my penis isn't gonna work anymore after this. I need to. I need to fuck any man, woman, and. Yeah, Ryan. <laughs> I remember I had a uh, sex ed book as a kid that uh, congratulations. It taught me about the birds and the bees, and I just remember there was a there was like a Q and A section, and it was like, do old people have sex? Yeah, it was like yes, old people enjoy having sex just as much as young people, and do it regularly. So apparently, I've, that's always stuck with me. So I've always been like, yeah, I guess old people fuck. They have to. Yeah, I guess they do. It's something like you don't really think about. But old people fuck. Unless they'll get mad at each other. So if you're listening to this and you're, uh, and you're maybe, old, maybe you're in your 20s or 30s and your parents are, um, you know, getting elderly, they still probably fuck. So just think about that. Just think about that one.
Think about your parents having sex. I'm sure that right now within a you know five mile vicinity of where we're recording this podcast, there's at least one old couple having sex. Yes, 100%. Do you know how dense it is? You could probably say there's... In a one mile radius. Yeah. It's yeah. so dense where we live. You know yeah. there's got to be at least one old there's couple. There's a lot of old people in Glendale. Dude, yeah. Japan. It's just so many old people. It's just old people everywhere. So many older people. So many just, old people everywhere. Just old people. So many old people. You, you can't. You, there's one over here. There's one over there. So many old people. You can't even count them. I Come to Japan. <laughs> Too many old people. Let's go. Let's have this trip. Come on. There's an old person right there. There's an old person eating ramen. There's an old person dead. Holy shit. Someone help that person. Anyways, back to the old people. I saw two homeless people the whole time I was there in Tokyo, like the biggest city in the world. Two homeless people. We have so many home. Uh, that, uh, no, no, many homeless people. No homeless people. No homosexuals. Just a bunch of old people. That's not true. I did see some homosexuals. Uh-oh. I will say that. Were they whipped in the streets? No, that's fine in Japan. Is it? They were whipped in the streets. <laughs> I don't know. How that's other... a third world country. <laughs> I don't know how other countries um, deal with. Well, Japan's homosexuality. not one of those like. <laughs> oh man yeah but at nighttime like on friday night the subways are just is it not like the, is is it like super open and like okay not like america but i don't think it's looked down upon necessarily i mean obviously japan is not as caught up progressively when it comes to stuff like you know sexuality and stuff as america would be oh because uh, we're so caught up matt <laughs> uh but you know that's gonna happen but they're not Where it um was. you know they're, it's not like super shameful i don't think I didn't actually think they, they would whip them in the streets. No, I totally know. Unlike, you know, maybe Jamaica, they might do that. Yes. Or well, just... the Dominican Republic or Congo. Is that a country? Is Congo, Congo a country? Congo know. is a country. Con- I've heard of the Congo. That's a country, right? The Republic of Congo. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I just sure. always heard of, like, the Congo as in, like, a certain area. I didn't know it was. I, do, I, do, I don't know. Legit- okay. Nigeria. They'd whip them in the streets, probably. Would they? Matt, you mean fucking racist? No, I'm just... It's a, never mind. But, um, yeah, I, I, I had a good time. I saw a lot of old people. <laughs> to so, wrap that up. So many old people. So many old people. Oh, that's unfortunate. See a lot of old people in Mexico? Uh, a lot of old women making little crafts trying to sell them. Oh, my God. I had a... For yeah, breakfast, it was so good. It was so good. Um, I don't care if anything I say is not inherently a Mexican dish. I don't give a shit. I'm talking about the food I ate on vacation. Um, it was, fuck, what, what are those? Dude, I had fuck too. There's, there's, there's a, I'm trying to think. It's a brunch food. It's a type of brunch food. What is it? Uh, that is not It's on an English muffin. Eggs Benedict. Yeah, I had a lobster eggs Benedict. Oh my God. It was so fucking good. That sounds amazing. That was like. That in the sausage taco was my favorite fucking wow. thing. Lobster eggs Benedict. That's that's making me. I'm about to make some hollandaise sauce in my pants. They had a. Uh, I had French toast with uh, some nice bananas on top, oh. and st- and the French toast was stuffed with cream cheese. Dude, if we're talking about breakfast foods, I had Japanese pancakes. I'm so jealous of those fucking showed, fluffy pancakes. Yeah, they're they're like two inches thick. They're souffle Japanese premium pancakes. I went to a cafe to get. Where it's these three small pancakes that are like an inch, two inches thick. And they're so fluffy and they melt in your mouth the second it goes in your mouth. It just kind of dissolves because it's so fluffy. 
best pancakes I've ever had. There's a place that made guac in front of us. Uh, they have that. They have that here in the U.S. But like Table it's side like guac. But it's like a legitimate kind of. It's a legitimate Mexican restaurant in Mexico, and it was really cool. And like that's awesome. It just it was really nice. But every after every meal, I I had to go lay down and sleep for hours because <laughs> it's just so it's heavy. I mean, think about it. Every time you eat Mexican, what do you feel like afterwards? Oh. Yeah, it's yeah. that. Yeah. Every time. Every time I ate. But it's worth it because it's yes. so good. 100%. I love Mexican food. I had the best ramen of my life oh, in Japan. And that's I the thing. I have good ramen. Dude, I don't even. I'm not even. There's a, a lot of good ramen in uh, Glendale. Well, yeah. there's one good place that I really like. Well, LA just has a lot of good ramen. But, oh my God. The, here's the thing. You're going you're gonna to criticize me, whatever. Probably am. I'm not the biggest fan of ramen. I like ramen, but I'm not often that in the mood for it. But in Japan, it was so... What you do is they have machines you go up to, and you put the exact... You put some yen coins in, and you select what ramen you want, and it gives you a little ticket, and you give that to the person at the counter. And when you sit down, you've already paid and everything. Then they bring out the ramen, and it's so fucking good, dude. I I took pictures of every ramen I ate, because... It looks so delicious, and I, I was like, I need to remember this. There's this place down uh, down the way in Glendale, and I, I, I we need to go because I'm craving it, actually. Um, I wish it was open till midnight because then we could go after I'm done editing this podcast. Yippee, yay, hello. Yeah. Um, and it's essentially just make your own ramen. Like, it's, like you know how picky I am? Yeah. It's just like you just tell them what you want in it. And like you can exclude whatever you want. You can add in whatever you want. It's, wow. it's really good. And the broth is like super... Uh, it's like thick and good. It's not like that. I don't like ramen where it's watery broth. I like that uh, where it has it's light brown broth. Yep. You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. Dude, I totally know what you're saying. That's how it was in Japan. God, that place is good. Um, I'm not a fan of bamboo in ramen or just food in particular. I don't like me neither. bamboo. I, well, I'm. I don't like a lot of things. I don't like ginger. Oh, I love ginger. Mm-mm. Oh, holy shit. On that topic of ginger, it reminded me I went to some amazing sushi restaurants. I only went to Rotating Bars. I didn't go to an actual, like, high-end sushi restaurant, which I probably should have. You should have. But I went to a Rotating Sushi Bar couple where they put wasabi on almost all of it. before. Like, you don't put wasabi on. They put wasabi on. Really? And it's real wasabi because what we have in America is not – It's main, usually it's horseradish that's colored green. That's what most wasabi is. But in Japan – It's got to be a little more than just horseradish. Yeah, yeah, of course. Green. But in Japan, it's full 100% wasabi, and you you know the difference – if you've it's never, gotta be good though. Have it's you like, ever had real wasabi? Like, I don't think re- so. Oh, dude, the second it touches your tongue, it just clears your your whole sinuses and your eyes start watering. It's like a brain freeze. You get kind of like a brain freeze sensation because sometimes they, I'd get something with a shit ton of wasabi and it would hit my tongue and I would chew and it would spread throughout my mouth and I would get this shooting pain all throughout my head. My eyes would just tears actually coming down my face sometimes just from one sushi. It's a rush though. It's nice. Oh no, it it's felt delicious. It felt amazing. I don't know why it feels good, but it just, I was like, that was so good. And I, everything I got had wasabi on it and I really liked it because I didn't like wasabi really before I went to Japan. I'm kind of sad. I don't have a, I haven't found a place in LA where I've been like, that's the sushi place I'm going to for sushi every time besides Kahlua probably. Yeah. Kula. That's Kula, whatever. (laughs) Kahlua. Kahlua. The liquor. Yeah. (laughs) I Kula. that that Kula. It's in Little Tokyo. It's I mean, it's all right, but like, it, oh, I love it. It's I, great. I still feel like I did, I don't have that place where it's like that's where I want to go every fucking time. Kula is that place for me. Yeah, I I love Kula. Uh, it it's it's probably because I've only been there once since the renovation, but it's sometimes really? it was hit and miss. Yeah, sometimes uh, because uh, before the renovation, I don't know. I went I went with Chris and Ding Dong and Julian, and we oh my god, 
we ate we just split it four ways and ding dong and julian they can both put down a lot of food uh, yeah which is ironic because ding dong's pretty 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 thin whoa you can't release oh, sorry, I can't personal release information. info but it can't. It was so. We didn't realize how much sushi we were eating. It came out to be really expensive between the four of us. So I got fucked I, up. Okay, Want to go to Kula this weekend? Yes, let's go to Kula this weekend. Let's get some ramen this weekend. Someone they're gonna listen to this podcast and be like, "Oh, let's go to Kula this weekend. See if we can see Matt and Ryan." Oh fuck. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you. You won't because we'll pick a weird time or yeah. we'll pick a normal time. Who or knows? we just won't go to Kula at all. So fuck you and fuck your fucking computer and fuck your parents. Fuck you. F- fuck uh, fuck um, uh, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Yeah, fuck you. Alexa, order toilet paper. Hey, Alexa, bang their dad. Alexa, play 311. Alexa, play the Lion King soundtrack. Track three. And then play 311. And then play Beastie Boys. Play play the whole Beastie Boys fucking, what's it called? Catalog. Alexa, sell my private internet history. Alexa, off. <laughs> People that don't know what Alexa is, like, what the fuck are they talking <laughs> well, about? So who are they talking to? They're talking to me. My name's Alexa. Some, some girl named Alexa who has no idea about the... Amazon Alexa products. Like, oh, that's wow. why I'm glad that no products get, like I get Alexa. That's going to be a product name, but there's not going to be a famous product called Ryan. Like, you know, <laughs> like, there's not going to be that product. Matthew. So, so I feel pretty safe in like, I could never picture someone. Hey, Ryan, order me a Coke. Like it just doesn't say, 
No one's gonna fucking do that. Ryan's the only thing. The only business I've seen of Ryan's is uh, Ryan's Buffet in South. What happened to Ryan's Buffet? It it sucked and it closed. It's a chain, you know. It's like around the country. Well, it sucked in South Carolina. I I I I never see them. I haven't seen one in like five years. I don't. They just didn't get the customers they used to get. It was my favorite I used to love Shoney's. Shoney's was a good breakfast buffet. I never have never been to Shoney's. I don't think. But you know, speaking of Asian food, you know what I'm craving, and I won't be able to have probably f- for a year, maybe. What? And I and I won't be able. It's been almost a year or more since I've had it. Mama Kim's. Oh God, yeah, I miss Mama Kim's. That's a restaurant that's in Charleston, South Carolina. That's downtown Charleston. It's a Korean good old restaurant. King Street restaurant. It's so. God damn good. Uh, it's like a bowl of rice with steak or chicken or shrimp or whatever. And then there's this white sauce, which they don't do anywhere else. Except I think the South, that's like a Southern Japanese really? thing. Yeah. That's what my sister said. I love going to Miyabi's and getting the white sauce. Oh my God. Say no vegetables and they give you super extra rice. Yum. I love the vegetables. I love it all. I Fuck love... you. Okay. Yeah. Fuck me for my preferences in Japanese cuisine. If you think differently than me, then you are my enemy. Yeah. But overall the food in Japan was unbelievable i i figured out how i'm gonna get through a long flight and finally come with you to japan how i'm gonna stay up 24 hours beforehand and then once i get on the plane i'm gonna sleep for probably nine to ten hours maybe wake up every now and then but i'm gonna sleep hard sleeping on planes is hard and then i'll only have to uh not for me dude i i can if i'm tired i could but on the way to mexico i fell asleep like I, i remember this moment Kind of. I just remember the last thing. Well, okay. The last thing I remember was closing my eyes and hearing the plane kind of build up to take off. And oh, then, wow. And then I woke up when we were landing, like taxiing <laughs> in. I was like, ah. Yeah. So really nice. I took Air China, which was total a 13-hour flight. How was to, China, by the way? Yeah, I'll talk about China. Um, well, first I'll talk about Air China because it took me to China. The first class seats on planes that go over the Pacific. Because they're huge planes. They're massive planes. I, I've never been on a plane like one that goes around the world. Did you fly first class? No. It's expensive as hell. I always do economy. No matter. Even if I had a lot of money, I'd still probably do economy just because I don't, I don't really care. If, but first class, you could, you could lay down and stuff. What? They had their own. It was crazy. But I flew to China. The flight, honestly, overnight was not that bad. It went by way faster than I thought. I did sleep a lot of it. But um, went to China. Went to Beijing. Uh... It was like early morning when I got there when the sun rose. And I got a lot of cool videos of the sun rising in China. And uh, it's cool. I, if you look at the window of the plane, Beijing is very... Oh, it looks very... Uh, all the buildings are the same. Are they, it looks it like sad? Yeah, it was kind of sad looking. It's, well, it's very socialist looking. If you take... Uh, what it looks like is they would take one building design and then make eight of them and put them all next to each other. And oh. then take another building design, make eight of them, and put them all next to each other. So there was never just one building. There were multiple of the same building, always next to each other. It looked super communist. It was really cool, though. And then the water... Okay, everyone's like, I'm going to do a water review. Because I don't like LA water, and we talk about South Carolina water and comparing it. I can say this. Japan had the best water I've ever had. Because I think Japan has, Okay, well, let's... Can, did you look up facts about... Japanese water? I read that Japan has the cleanest water in the world. I don't know how true that is, but I did read that they have the cleanest water in the world. Was that from, like, Asians, r slash Asia's great, and you nobody can say otherwise? <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure they have the cleanest water in the world. Imagine South Carolina water. Because, you know, South Carolina is very clean, but it has that kind of earthy taste. Yeah. Imagine, simply, South Carolina's water, how good that is, 
cut out any earthiness, and that's just what it tastes like. It was so crisp and clean and smooth. Kind of like Fiji water? Yeah, it, it, like, just picture the best bottle of water. That's kind of what the tap water in Japan tasted like. The water that came out of the faucets in Mexico was soft water. It's... I know what you mean by that. It's kind of like leaves a bit of a soapy residue, it feels like, afterwards. Like, your hands, they don't get fully kind of... It's not just wet. There's another kind of Yeah, another texture the in there. And it's not, like, gross, like, oh, God, get it off of me. It's just, it's... It feels different. That's what I feel... I don't, like, I don't think you feel it, but that's how I feel about L.A. water. I feel like it has a texture to it. Like, almost a kind of waxy, chalky texture. Mm-hmm. Do you like? Do you know what I'm talking about with LA water? Uh, not specifically with LA water, but now I think since I've had a gross exaggeration being Mexican water, that I, I'm understanding what it might be like for you. Yeah. Okay. And by the way, LA water is not the worst on the list. Chinese water was the worst in Beijing. You, you tried Chinese faucet water? Yeah, I went up to a water fountain. It was just it was warm, and it was the most chemically tasting. I mean, it did not help the fact that it was warm. As the water was coming out, was there a voice recording in Chinese that said, you will not complain as, you will, as you're drinking it? It was probably saying, this, is, this water is not for drinking. This is for <laughs> like, yeah, something else. And I was like, oh, okay. It was wash, gross. It was chalky. And wash it your was... dirty, chalky lips. <laughs> oh, you know what people do in China? I noticed. What? That sounded, that sounded like I'm about to be like, oh, China. You know what, oh, you know what those Chinese do? Oh, God. Just something I noticed is they, uh, people in China tend to, and now, of course, I'm not talking about all Chinese, just what I noticed. They, you got to put that disclaimer there, Matt. People are going to be like, you're racist. They do this. They go, and then spit. They walk up to trash cans and do it in trash cans all the time. Some of them have their own little spit cups. Yep. And then someone. On the subways and shit. Yep. So I heard that nonstop being in China. I was in China for a total of probably seven hours. Ugh. And then, not all at once, that's between the two <laughs> Why layovers. did I do that? I was in China for a total of seven hours. Ugh. I mean, it wasn't, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean to, be, to be fair, I did not leave the airport. But from what I experienced, going through customs in China sucked. In fact, going through customs in China, they have a big Judging sign. a country by just staying in its airport. Imagine if someone judged the United States by just like, I spent three hours in a United States airport. And this is what I have to say. Yeah, I know. It sounds so dumb, but I did get to like, experience it's just a different culture. Um, going through customs, they have the sign that says what you're not allowed to have. And, you know, in America, they have like, you know, it's like guns, lighters, big batteries, stuff like that. In China, on the sign, it said no crystal balls. Uh, no, seriously, it said no crystal balls, no fruit knives, no yogurt, and then like guns and stuff. It's like it's just a random slot machine decision. One hundred percent. Like each no, like they're little flipper cards, and like on that on that sign, they like pull a lever, and then it just and it <laughs> yeah. throws a symbol of some random object. There was a not today. There was a Russian guy behind me with it with his daughter, and they were speaking Russian, and I saw them even in Russian pointing at the crystal ball and laughing like oh, crystal ball, <laughs> like cause it's so weird. But uh, I mean, I can't judge China too much just because I was so only in the airport. Um, but you know, it was it wasn't bad. I'd like to go back and visit China because I think it 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 would be a cool experience. I just noticed that um, the water uh, didn't taste too good and people spit loudly. Huh. And also, a guy farted really loud while he was having a conversation with people. It didn't mind. It was like, <clears throat> and no one they carried on the conversation like he didn't even do it. I don't know if that's a a thing, but might be a Japanese thing. Yeah, it might be one of those things those Japs do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whoa, you can't say that, dude. What? You can't say that, Japs? Did you uh? So, uh, this is a question I've been meaning to ask you ever since we've been friends. Have you ever eaten horse? 
Making me tell everyone that I ate horse. Yeah, I ate some horse. I did. I yeah. ate some horse in Japan. How was it? P- are people going to be mad about that? Would people be like, Would you? you can order in Japan, you can eat horse. Yeah. Whatever. I the horse wasn't killed for me. Oh, uh, well, yeah, it was. There was horse sushi that went by on the conveyor belt. And my buddy Christian and I looked at each other. And we were like, okay, when am I going to get to try horse again? So it was horse over rice. Um, so I had raw horse. And it tasted just kind of like, I guess like roast beef is the closest I could say what horse tastes like. And then the main course came and you had shark fin soup. I forgot that's a thing. Shark fin soup. Yeah. Have you have you had shark fin soup? No, I, I, I don't think I want to. Yeah, that sounds... Have you, have you seen like the rooftops, the bunch of like just bunch of shark fins because they just kill and pretty that's much are Japan, destroying is, is that japan i think that's that? china oh i think yeah. i don't know i don't know oh on my flight to china and from china they give you i got served two meals for free and they were good but for breakfast it's there's this rice stuff i think it's called kanji or something uh, that's what my girlfriend said there's this rice stuff um it's like rice porridge but you put you know what you put in it you put a century egg, one of those preserved duck Ew. eggs. So I got one in a little plastic package. Did you try it? I did, yeah. I ate half of it. There was a little Chinese woman sitting next to me, and she didn't speak any English, but she was she was pointing, like, telling me to put it in. So I was like, okay. Oh. Like, brown juices are leaking out. I dropped it in. I did ate it smell? Oh, yeah. I, I dig into it. It's brown. It's goopy. Oh, the the yolk is, like, dark yellow. Can I say pass? Can I be like, I don't want anything. I don't want to eat. No, I mean, it was a good meal, minus that. Uh, and, I, and I ate it. I took a couple of bites. It wasn't terrible, to be honest, but it's not something I would necessarily jump Indulge for. in again. Yeah, I wouldn't. If I saw it again, I'm not going to be like, you know what, I think I'll have that. I've tried it. It wasn't too good. And the little Chinese woman next to me, she kept trying to make conversation with me, but she spoke zero English, and I spoke pretty much zero Chinese. Uh, and she, she's like looking at me, and she's, she's like, uh, what'd she do? She's pointing out the window. She kept pointing out the window at things. And I'm like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at one part, she's trying to explain something to me. And she's speaking Chinese to me. And I'm like, sorry, I don't, don't speak Chinese. So she pulled out an envelope. And she started writing down. She was writing in English. And she wrote clean no. Like the word clean. And then the word no. And I was like, oh, uh, like the water? Because we were right over the ocean. So I'm like, oh, the water's not clean? She's like, no, no, no. Like that's not what I was trying to say. And when she had this moment of like, oh, and she rewrites it and she wrote clean with an M. So it's a clean no. <laughs> and I was like, I have z- I'm clean sorry. no. And she kept writing it over and over and pointing to it. And she started She's calling you dirty. She says you're not <laughs> clean. And she started like she doing hand stink, gestures. P-U. And when she made a fish and then she did like a dying gesture. And I finally figured out what she was trying to tell me was the area we're flying over. The water isn't clean. So the fish have been dying. That's what she was trying to tell me. But it it took so long to figure out. She was really sweet though. What was her name? Uh, something Lynn. I I did really. See, I saw her writing on our customs paper. It was um, I don't know something Lynn. I don't remember. Marty Marty Lynn. <laughs> Marty Lynn Jr. Was this old Asian woman's name? Yeah, Martin. Mar- her, her name was Martin. Martin Martin Lynn Jr. I said she went ni hao. I'm Martin. <laughs> hey hello i am martin she was sweet though i may have the body of an old chinese woman did you hate japan as much as i hated the experience that is the latest ming update but, but, but we need music we need to get like someone to make us a tiny little jingle so whenever it's time for the ming you, update you, it plays you doing like that a, like a, groundhog meme thing what dun, dun, dun. 
No, no. So I was doing like a late night news, like ba 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 ba. We need something like that, and then he just go. It like fades out. Day three. We need. We well, guys. We need to make a. We need a mingle. Let's get Chris or someone to make us a mingle for the Ming report. A mingle. A jingle for the Ming report. A little mingle. Ming jingle is a mingle. So, anyway, Ryan has some news about. I'll open it up and I'll throw it to you. So. Where we last left off, a couple podcasts ago, Ming was gone. We saw her uh, with the security guard. She was screaming, fuck a cop. Uh, he was calling for backup or something. He has walkie-talkie. wasn't looking good. And then Ming disappeared. A week, days, she was gone. So she was we, gone we, for a while. Yeah, so we assumed, okay, she got arrested. She's gone for good. If she was gone for four or five months last time in jail or whatever, she's gone for good this time. And then, lo and behold, while I'm in Japan, I get a Snapchat from Ryan, and it's from the roof of our apartment, and it's like, hey, look who it is. And he zoomed in, and it's Ming, and she's dancing around and waving her arms and screaming and throwing <laughs> trash. So I'm like, oh my god, she's back. Later that night, Ryan sends me a Snapchat where he's out in the alleyway and Ming is like 10 feet away and then the Snapchat abruptly ends with Ming just turning around towards Ryan and the <laughs> caption was like last thing I got to film before she came over and talked to me and you still you've been holding it off for this podcast you haven't told me what went down between you and Ming because nope. you guys had a conversation that is right she uh she uh, okay, so oh, I'm she, excited. I, so I, I, I wish I had popcorn. Right after that Snapchat ended, because it ended with her turning around and taking a step towards me, and your phone kind of like yeah, <laughs> my, my phone, my phone dipped down because I was like, oh shit. And so she came over, and then she just plopped down beside me. And was like, hey, hey man. I was oh. like, hey, got a cigarette? I'm like, no. Weed? Like, no. I'm sorry. Was, ah. Sometimes she you just can't tell what she's saying. Yeah, I couldn't tell what she. Sometimes I could. Sometimes, We've talked to her before. Yeah, but it's always been like, "Hey, you got a lighter?" It's like, no. But like, she'll always end it was like, oh, "You know, you know what I'm saying?" I'm like, <laughs> like, like, no, no, I don't. This this seems like it's f- from some wacky sketch. I think she's fucking. It's like it's almost like she's self aware. Like she'll say a bunch of just gibberish and be like, "Hey, you know what I'm saying?" Yeah, and. uh so some people would walk by because I was sitting in silence looking at my phone because I was like, I was like, uh, I, I, I can't make a conversation with her. This isn't. So these people walk by and she looks at them. She's like, oh, uh, what are you looking at? And I'm like Whoa. next to him. And I'm like, oh, Whoa, really? Yeah. And I'm like, stop. I'm like, And then she throws her arms up in the air, falls back. Her tummy shows and everything. And she starts scratching her tummy. Then she then she sits back up and she goes. Man, do you skateboard? <laughs> and I was like, and you told her yes, right? <laughs> I said, I, I told her I haven't skateboarded since like middle school. And, I'm, and I asked her, do you skateboard? She was like, no, a hacky sack though. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, that's really cool, Ming. Okay, but I legitimately was like, oh, okay. She's like, yeah, y'all bait over. And then, and then she'd pause, and then I'd be like, "What? She goes, You're supposed to finish. You're supposed to finish. You know, you know that. You know that where it's like, hey, you don't even know a day, and and then she'd like gesture towards me, and her eyes would like she threw it to get you. wide. Yeah, she threw it to me, and I'd be like, I, have, I told her, I, I legitimately was like, I have no fucking clue what that is. I said that verbatim. She was like, man, how do you not? Then she paused, and she. Kind of her eyes squinted at me, and then she just went, "What you gonna cry?" 
I was like, I was like, no. She's like, your mom's gonna cry. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What? And I was like, what? What do you mean? Oh. But I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. She goes, come on. What is that? What is that? And she was like pointing at my eye. What is she talking about? I don't know. And then I'm like, I don't know. And then I just stared at her. Then it became really silent. And the eye contact lasted probably 10 seconds. Oh. And I was scared at this point that she was going to like bite my face off or something. Were you going to cry, Ryan? No. Was like, your mama going to cry? I was mostly just kind of like, I want this to end. Please go away. I was, I was mad because uh, she was in my bubble. Yeah. She was... Hardcore in my bubble because she has her own part of the alleyway and we have ours I and mean, then when she kind of She comes in very unwanted. Uh, we don't encroach on her space unless oh, uh, I don't want it I don't unless, want this to happen unless she's uh been been taken away and we get to kind of investigate We go under the police tape. No joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> check it out, but um And then she was she starts she started doing the singing stuff again It sounds like I I make this shit up when I'm about to say it because I finally Get what you were talking about back when uh, Daniel would always give you shit and tell you you were say like, that I was making it like this didn't happen to you. I'm like, no, this stuff really did happen to me. Go with me on this, please. Like, believe me 100. percent 100. She asked me if I knew Nickelback. <laughs> she asked me if I knew Nickelback, and then she started singing a song with the word photograph in it, but it wasn't photograph. It was some other song, <laughs> and she expected me to finish it. She's like, "Do you do you know Nickelback?" I'm like, "I, I yeah, I know Nickelback." She's no, like, she okay. meant, "Do you know them personally, Ryan? <laughs> You're friends with Nickelback?" <laughs> she started singing again, and I'm trying. I'm really so trying to rack my brain. So she's singing a song that's not Nickelback, and then saying it's Nickelback. Yes, and then she started doing all this shit again. And then she just got silent. We had another one of those staring matches. Ah. I'm like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. And then I like got up and started walking away. She's like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I like turn back and she goes, just, just finish this one for me. Oh no, I'm why? Like, I'm like what? Oh, okay, okay. You don't know it is my, it's going wild. I'm like, I really don't know what you're fucking saying. And so I'm getting all anxious. And I'm like, hey, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. She's like, okay, <laughs> go cry. I'm like, <laughs> like stop. Just. Should have walked over and slapped her. <laughs> Ming! No! You can't do these things, Ming! Bad Ming! You can't do these things! What if- You scare people! She does, she's scary. What if- what if right when- Hey, finish this last one for me! It's like silent, and a single spotlight shines on her, it's like- <laughs> I dreamed a dream in time, time gone by! <laughs> the spotlight shifts to you. <laughs> I'd, I'd sing right back. That'd be a uh, fucking beautiful <laughs> moment. But Ming is back, uh, so so Ming don't... is back and better than ever. <laughs> yeah, she is apparently. So, guys, I guess the Ming report will continue until she disappears again, which but, uh, is going to happen eventually. Right now, Pushups has taken her spot. There's another. There's another homeless person that's found the alleyway. Pushups, I, my man. I called them Pushups because one time I walked, I was walking down into the alleyway. And I saw just this guy doing push-ups. And you can always tell it's push-ups because he always carries around a little, a little shopping cart with him. Oh. Yeah. So it's push-ups in his shopping oh, cart. Oh, he's tall. That's a really tall guy. Yeah, yeah. And very he wears, tall he wears like a tracksuit. Mm-hmm. And he does push-ups he in the alleyway. He doesn't mess with anyone. He's very nice. Yeah, he just kind of like rests. I think he takes naps there. and then Yeah, he, he takes Ming's spot every now and then. Then he goes back and roams around. So whenever I see push-ups there, I know it's safe because Ming's not going to want to. He's not going to mess with you. He's a, yeah. he's, he's a nice dude. So, uh, wait, so on this podcast, we've had quite the, the repertoire of, uh, 
of of homeless individuals we we know started with Dirk. Remember Dirk? Yes. We got Ming. Yep. Then we got Bozo. Then we got Push-Ups. We yep. got a whole fucking gang. And we got the bike crew, the two guys that ride bikes. The yeah, they, the, they, nice, they, the nice bearded guy that knows me by name. Are they still are they still around? I don't know. I don't I see the the Mexican guy a little more often. They they biked on to I see him every now and then. I, I they have multiple spots. God. Uh, the guy told me bearded boy Bearded guy, he he talked. He's like, yeah, there's a lot of good spots around here, and so I think they just transition depending on the attention they're getting. Ming likes that one spot though, and yeah, you know does. what? I just remember we've had more encounters with other people in that alleyway in the past. Like you had that guy that asked if you had meth, and sang oh, to you. Remember oh yeah, you and sang, sang a, to me. Sang yeah, like a Christmas song or people? something. Like they just like singing. They're like, hmm. it's the second time you have been sung to in the same place by a different homeless person. Yeah, both probably on some hard drugs. And then there was uh, the other guy that night. We were out there. Ming legit acts like she she's on bath salts. I think it's got to be bath salts. I mean, maybe people in the comments know more about this. I don't know what drug she's on that makes her scream nonstop. It, no, she screams, and she's very aggressive, and she throws her arms around. She throws trash around. She wrecks shit. And I, I don't know. I feel like it's bath salts. Yeah. Maybe. Um, or like a, a, a brain parasite. Yes. Okay. <laughs> maybe. Maybe she's just she's a social experiment. Maybe she's a time traveler. She's a social experiment. She's a time traveler that they, you know, didn't want back. So now she's gone crazy and no one's... Dude, no it, one believes her. You know, that, that'd be a... I, I had an idea for a movie where homeless people that are crazy, like crazy homeless people, are actually time travelers sent from the past or future... But they just send them because they know no one's going to believe them. They're like, oh, they'll just think it's a crazy homeless person. He's like, I'm from the future. It's like, oh, it's just a crazy homeless person. But they're telling the truth. You need to believe me. Help me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't nickel back. Finish their song. Uh, uh, you know, the the one. <laughs> yeah. And he sings it incorrectly because he's from a different <laughs> universe. From a Where different... there's another nickelback that right. has another song about a photograph. Exactly. But it doesn't exist in this timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I, but... I, I get that. I understand. I, I roll with the flow on that one. I wish we could interview Ming on this podcast. After that, I'd say it's impossible. There's no way to correctly interview her. Yeah, and no, we're not ever gonna film her or take pictures of her because I'm not gonna. We're not gonna go to that level of you know releasing this poor woman online. But yeah, we could still talk about our interesting encounters with her. Leave it up to the imagination of the audience to kind of depict what 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 Ming is, yes. uh, what she looks like, and I mean we've we painted a pretty good picture. Yep. Have we said she's black and not Asian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a black woman who's not Asian. Yeah, because people hear Ming and they're like, yeah, they think it's an old Asian woman, nope. but it's it's just a just regular a, old African American lady. Loves her hoodies. How old is she? You'd say thirty five? Not thirty five. I'd like say mid thirties. Mid thirties. Mid thirties, definitely. Feel bad for her. I really do. I want to know, like, why? How did she? Like, what is she doing? And how? Why is she? I mean, it's gotta suck being at this level for so long. It's been well, at least over a year now, right? Yeah. Since she showed up. Let's hire a twenty-four to make a movie about her. I thought you said eat twenty-four. Eat twenty-four. Let's hire eat twenty-four to make a movie about <laughs> to, Ming. To sponsor a documentary about Ming. Oh my god. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch that documentary. I'd love to make a documentary about Ming. But you probably wouldn't go anywhere. Yeah. Also, that could possibly be seen as exploiting a homeless person. So, I mean, something I'm good at, but yeah, let's call this podcast exploiting homeless people. Okay, let's go get them to fight for money. Remember that guy that that was big in the news, the guy that he made the uh, before the Internet, he made these DVD series or was like the crocodile hunter. No. uh, Have you seen that one, though? The guy like puts on an Australian accent and goes and like 
he just fucks with homeless people. It was fucked up. Oh, it might be the same really guy. Shitty. He's what like, do you... Oh, then and like there'd be a homeless guy sleeping, and then he'd go like tackle him and tie him up. Oh, fuck that. That's yeah. fucked up. Yeah, I know. There was, was this horrible. guy. He I don't made know this who was. I this forgot. like series called bum fights i think where he'd just pay homeless people to beat the shit out of each other jesus and film it and then sell these dvds and get rich he ended up being on dr phil and dr phil kicked him off because he dressed up as dr phil oh yeah i know that's the guy that dressed up like dr phil and that's why he kicked him off because he was mocking him i don't want to see you you're despicable and the crowd's <laughs> like, oh, dr phil yes <laughs> dr phil I, I i do not like dr phil he just seems so like better than you like even though i feel like most of his stuff is bullshit he's just like you are, you are despicable. And I'm not talking about the bum fights guy, I'm just talking in general. Wasn't it Oprah who helped him out? Like, who got him kind of big? Me, I Probably, I don't know. I don't know. That that might just be conjecture, but... Um, I'm sure they chill together, you know? Have a, uh, have a drink or a smoke together. Uh, do a line. I'm sure they do, you know? You know Dr. B- Dr. Bill. Dr. Dr. Phil. Bill. You know Dr. Bill Cosby does cocaine. <laughs> I'm sure Bill Cosby's done coke, and I'm sure Dr. Phil has done coke. One hundred percent. Think Oprah's done coke. Um, I'd have to say maybe. I feel like most celebrities have done coke. I mean, why not? What celebrities have you? Have we ever talked about like any celebrities we've seen? Like, I think not we did. YouTube I celebrities. Think we did early on, but uh, I unfortunately mostly see Vine stars instead of actual celebrities. Still, yeah. I I too have seen. It's only with you I see Vine stars. <laughs> Because I have to point them out because you don't know who they yeah, are. Yeah, but you attract, like, you've seen... attract s- Vine stars. You have something about you where you always see Vine stars. I have a curse. It's like, it, it, oh, it's definitely a curse. It is 100% a curse. <laughs> you always see, it's like six times a year, it's like, hey, I saw this Vine star. I don't see- shitty. They're all the same, like, cookie-cutter, douchebag, snapback Vine stars. Pretty much. I, I don't see them as much anymore because now they're becoming, well, they are YouTubers now, Vine ended. A, a large, I think... Most Viners became YouTubers. They made that jump. Get more money that way. I think Vine of it And their personalities, their personality channels. Those people did that in the beginning, those popular Vine stars that, you know, because he couldn't really make money off Vine. Was that just for an ego thing then? Like all the, for the attention, I guess? What do you mean? Vine? Like, you know, famous Vine stars back then, if they weren't making money from Vine, but they were still doing it and like... For some of it, some of, some Vine channels are actually interesting and fun to follow. Totally. I'm talking, what I'm talking about is like, you know, like bleach blonde hair styled back with a Snapchat. I mean, a, with a with a snapback resting you're like, gently. You talking about like Weekly Chris and Boris Larson and <laughs> fucking Boris Larson? And, uh, I love that. Bre- What's his name? Brennan. Uh, Boris Larson has the most unattractive name. Boris Larson. <laughs> it just sounds like like your third grade teacher. Sounds Mr. like Boris Larson. Sounds like something you'd name a malignant. Never, never mind. <laughs> it does. This is my tumor, Boris Larson. <laughs> yeah. Jacob Sartorius is still the most famous Vine star we've spotted. Yep. Saw a little Jacob. Who am I thinking of? Brent Riviera is who I'm thinking of. Brent Riviera. I don't know any of these people. He's uh, he's this... I, I know my Vine people. Dude, man. you know your Vine. How do you know? Oh, I forgot. I totally forgot. When I first met you, you you watched Vine so much. I did. I just always was watching Vines. Right when I first <laughs> when I first moved in with you guys, yeah, I would just be wherever, and all I'd hear it'd be like a silent apartment, and I would just hear Vines replaying over and over. That had to and be over. the worst. That had just to be, be like, the fucking like, worst. Hey Chuck, yeah, look at this. Hey Chuck, yeah, look at this. <laughs> and then you'd scroll to something else. Teachers be like, <laughs> teachers be like. And I just hear everyone play like three or four times. So I just be sitting there. It's like, but you never hear me laugh. It would just be like scrolling <laughs> through silently in my room. Like just silent judgment. Just, mm. I'm imagining you're kind of like it's like reading the newspaper for you. Just sitting like, mm. <laughs> yeah, I guess it was. That was my version of like the morning newspaper. I don't think you ever would be like. I don't think it ever happened once. Right here. 
hey, hey, oh, and you can be like, hey, watch this one. <laughs> I, I don't know. think ever. The uh, the only uh, one of the only viners that was legitimately funny and made me laugh. Who is not? I wouldn't say a viner. He's an artist. Uh, it was who is Maxwell? Yeah, the guy that you and Daniel collaborated with back Re- in Cinego days. Really funny. I love that video. Uh, Visit to Uncle Visit, Max. Yeah, with Uncle Max. I want to, dude. I want to meet him really bad. He's we, really funny. He's really, he's really him. cool. But uh, yeah. I anyways back to Brent Riviera. He <laughs> he was the kid that always. I'm trying to think. He he had a he had a thing. You know how every Viner kind of had their thing. Weekly Chris's was you beautiful that type of shit. Brent <laughs> Riviera, his thing was. <laughs> he'd always always say something. He'd be it'd be kind of like when teachers be like blank blank blank, and then he'd talk back to his teacher, and it'd be like a comeback, and be like. He'd always make that voice. Who is stupid? My my good friend Christian really was into Vine when it was big, and he always watched Vines and and chortled to himself about them. And he he showed me some, showed me quite quite a few. I had a Vine way back in the day, uh, like back when I was in eleventh grade in high school or something. It's probably still out there. So yeah, I know uh, my Vine's still out there. Oh my god, I, I I don't know what's on it. Yeah, I should probably. I, I don't know if people have even. I don't remember if I deleted it or if it's out there, but I should probably go check and see if if my vines have been noticed. If I go back and they have someone a bunch noticed of views. my vines, oh, my are... vines aren't getting the recognition they deserve. A soul. Uh, I'm a professional vine reviewer. I'm a vine critic. Hello, Mister Vine Reviews. That's me. <laughs> we should do vine. Uh, we should do like a vine review series. I remember they they were making a documentary about Vine and how it like all of changed it was, the game. No, it wasn't even like that. It was like Vine changed my life. Like I I'm this creative person and I can do these new things and, in six seconds with my phone <clears throat> camera. Holy fucking shit! There was this really cool thing that some people did. There was this filmmaker. Like oh, <laughs> there was this filmmaker, very independent. His name was Tony Oswald. And he did this story through Vine. Like it was uh, kind of like, not cinematic, but I guess more cinematic, definitely. It was just six seconds of like little uh, pieces of a narrative that would stitch together and you get things like doing stuff creative like that was fun. I forgot what it was called. It was uh, Tony B-Sides or no, that was his second Tony account. Tony Yeah, yo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I wish it, he had a Vine. He probably did have a Vine. Yeah. Yeah, yo. You know, only thing worse than Vine is Musically, and which that's still a thing. I've never even been on Musically once. Neither have I. Like, why? Why would I? Because, because it's funny. It's, it's funny. Was Musically like dub smash, but social? You, it was social dub smash or something. I think it was just like Vine, but it would just be you lip syncing. Jacob Sartorius was huge on it. He died, dude. Not literally. No, he, he died didn't. from the public eye. Remember how big he was about a, a year ago? He still makes a lot of money probably on YouTube. Think about it. Oh, totally. Like, I mean, like, he's still successful. But, I mean, in terms of relevancy, he's not... And these people will always be relevant. They'll always have a fan base that will always be bigger than ours. Like, even when they're nothing, their fan base will still probably be bigger, uh, bigger than Super Mega. Yeah. But in terms of, like, how big they are, uh, it just kind of disappeared. Like, Leafy did, too. Leafy just kind of vanished. And he still gets really good views on his videos. I... I actually, uh, Chris and I looked at his channel today. He gets really good views still, hundreds of thousands, but no one talks about him. No one talks about Jacob Sartorius. Uh, and I, I don't know if he gets views or anything anymore. Uh, he is going to grow up, though, to be the biggest asshole in the world. He already is, I'm what, sure. What but. about your favorite young YouTuber? Who? Do I- Matty B. Raps. 
Have you checked on his content? Yeah, dude. Maddie B raps. He's 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 gonna be he's gonna do he's gonna be collabing with some trap artists in like two years. <laughs> I'm serious. Do you see how he dresses now? No. He wear he wear like a Thrasher shirt and put his hair in a man bun and have like what he wait dude, he has he has hair to be a man bun now yeah that's what he does now he does a man bun what and, and it, like a fade on the side Maddie B ra- no I'm what serious the dude fuck? and like he wears like Tims and shit I'm not fucking with you how can I do we have internet somewhere in here no I need to I'm gonna see go this. grab my phone okay I'll I'll distract the audience He's big into like the trap culture now. I'm not kidding. So, uh, he's just bringing his phone in, but I'd like to take time to recommend, uh, anyone go see the movie Logan. I had a good time with it. It, w- it wasn't bad. I enjoyed myself. Anyways, Matt's back here. He legitimately is on the verge of turning himself into, like, an actual, like, rapper. That's not a joke. Sh- I'm- sh- show me a picture. Show me man bun Matty B with faded side hair. Let me show you. Hold on. Internet sucks in here. Has Tumblr really innovated at all? Or is it kind of just stay in its own thing? Like it's still like it's, it's still Tumblr. Pinterest died out, didn't it? Or is it still? Oh yeah, big? I haven't heard anything is about Pinterest. Pinterest. Still big? I don't. I don't know. I had a Pinterest at one point. I'm afraid to know one. Is it public? Yeah. These thoughts are running through my head. <laughs> How long is it going to take you? I'm trying to find a good ex- here. I'll just show you the man bun. Fuck it. I'll show you. Just like- show me the man bun. Like this. Like look. Dude, let's get him on a... Okay, if we actually make an album, I will kill to get Maddie B on a song. I would love to get him on an album. We'll make the song rated G. And you know, but you know, his parents would be like, hmm, that's going to cost uh, 30 grand. Oh, it's like, God, yeah. yeah. So you know, you know, they're going to be like, you want him on your track? That's going to cost more than you make in a year. It's like, okay, fuck, fuck you. Or or maybe they were just going to let him do it for free, but then they're going to hear this podcast and be like, wow, these guys are pompous fucking assholes. Assuming us like that? So then they're not going to let him do a track with us. We're bad role models for little Matthew B. Do you think if we tried our hardest, we could get Ice JJ Fish on a track? Maybe. Cause you're team, babe. Oh, wow. I love, I love that song. I, and I, I love I, the video. I, I've, uh, I was introduced to him on Vine. Oh, Ice JJ Fish. Mm-hmm. His it's Vine great. was killer, dude. He, him and Brian uh, Silva. Brian Silva, whatever. Um. God, he, you, that, uh, you don't win it. <laughs> Sorry. I do gay porn. Really? Yeah. Have you not seen Brian Silva being fucked? No, I've seen, um, what's his face? Vitaly, uh, in the background of a gay porn. Just kind of standing up against the wall. In the like, back of a gay porn? No, you know how there's the Vitaly video where he's in the bang bus and he, yeah, he can't that. get it up. There's also, you didn't know a video came out where it's like dudes, it's like a gay porn, and it's like a bunch of dudes, dudes fucking, Vitaly's just standing around. He's there, like, while they're fucking. I feel bad for Vitaly. I really feel, I just, I feel bad for him because he's not, like, he's not socially aware of just, or maybe he is, maybe he is aware of his image, but he's just a very desperate person, and when you see someone like very desperate for attention at that age it's just sad yeah i could see that um i mean i of course i i do feel bad for him in the sense that like you know embarrassing things i don't like him, him. No, no, no i don't get me like wrong. i don't i don't like him I, I don't think he's a douche you've seen videos of him actually yeah. being a douche but um but I, yeah I, there's that secondhand embarrassment you get for someone yeah. who's so attention hungry that they're just ruining kind of their own mental health yeah and and it also like i feel 
to a degree, like, I do feel bad for him for the fact that embarrassing things like uh, porn of him, whatever, got out there. Because, like, no one wants that. That, that is embarrassing. Yeah. Um, whether, even though, like, he's, well, he's, he got on the bang bus, which is going to be put online type of shit. But still, it's like, you know. I don't I'm think sure, he minds. I'm sure you don't, you don't want people knowing that type of thing. But maybe he doesn't mind. I mean, I wouldn't get in the bang bus unless I didn't really care. Because you get on the bang bus, you know, you know like, that's going to be on the internet for everyone to see. Yeah, they don't blur out your face. Nope. Sometimes and, uh, they probably would. Maybe. Maybe you could ask. I don't know. But who knows if that's going to actually go through. Ryan, let's go. Let's see if we can get on the bang bus. What if a bang bus video of us got out of like, oh. like, just they pull up like, hey, guys, get in. <laughs> and it's just like a little old lady and we double team her. Anyway, uh, you want to wrap the podcast up here? Okay. Let's wrap it up in a, with a big bow. A big bow. Wrap it up in a nice little gift package. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's leave on this note. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that more people... Should read. I've been reading a book lately that I think a lot of people should check out. It is called The Giving Tree. So go check out The Giving Tree. It's a long it's read. Ch- it's a it's a long read. It's it's very mature. That's a little bit above my lexicon, Ryan. Yeah. Um. It's probably the thickest book I've ever read, and the vocabulary gets pretty intense about halfway through. I've only gotten about. Probably um, only like a fifth into that. It comes with its own glossary because it has a lot of lore that you have to get into. Mm-hmm. But oh, the backstory is huge. Yeah, the Giving Tree. Uh, go go check out that novel, um, and uh, 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 fuck all. Ba 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 ba. This is a serious that's good. podcast. That's good. That's good. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. That's good. We're done, right? <laughs> Bye, guys. Yeah, we're done. See you. Okay. See you next week. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.